0: Welcome to episode 95 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Dreaming and risk-taking, when is it okay? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My original title for this episode actually read, This episode might shock you. (laughs) And I felt like that was a little dramatic. (laughs) So I changed it. But I often get so focused on educating retail business owners, particularly women. But, you know, of course, everyone here is welcome. I get really focused about educating on the business side of things, the numbers and the data in particular that I sometimes have to remember to bring out the softer side of me the side that says it's okay to dream, it's okay to take risks, it's okay to nurture our souls. Doesn't that just feel good when you hear that? This episode is dedicated to all the dreamers, the risk takers, and anyone who is internally feeling that nudge or pull to do something and then listen to their intuition. I imagine that's many of you. So I first want to start off with this episode talking about dreaming. And this episode was prompted by Amanda, a member of Master Shopkeepers. Amanda attended this year's inaugural Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat. She attended with her husband, and she posted in the group recently and said that she was inspired by Frukthavon Farm and, of course, April's interview during the VIP dinner event at this year's retreat. And this is what Amanda said that kind of sparked off this big conversation in the group. She said, I'm not saying the numbers don't matter. Of course they do. I'm not saying your profit margin doesn't matter. Of course it does. But where does the dream fit in? I can close my eyes and see the dream, the big fat poop in your pants, scary dream. I love that she said that, by the way. And then in parentheses, she said, I blame slash thank you, April Peterson. I don't think I can ever unsee it. I just really, really want it. It's making me really happy to think about it. I don't know if our numbers are ever going to show that we can support it, but I believe that would change when we took the risk. And then she said, or am I just dreaming? And then she went on to ask the group, do you also have dreams for your shops? Do you take risks when it isn't the perfect time, but your gut tells you to do it anyway? What's the craziest thing you've ever dreamed about for your shop? All great questions and really struck a chord with a lot of the group members. This post and everything that followed in the comments actually warmed my soul so much. I think I mentioned in the retreat recap episode that I intentionally chose the word dream because I wanted to soften the tone of the event of the retreat. Leading into the retreat, I wanted attendees to feel empowered to dream. Asking April if I could interview her was also very intentional. I knew that if April shared her story with everyone that was in the room, that it would be inspiring. So getting back to Amanda's posts, I get to know members and master shopkeepers. I get to know them really well. I get to know their businesses, their dreams. I get to know about their profit margins, their mindset blocks, oftentimes their numbers and so much more. And I know Amanda well enough, I think, that I replied to her post and said this, I have so much to say about many parts of your post but I also just had three simple words pop into my brain, and I put in all caps, go get them. And it's funny because Amanda replied, I was worried you would think I was saying numbers don't matter. I love this so much, and she was referring to my response to go get them. I personally know how important it is to dream. I spent many years dreaming, many, too many probably, I also ignored my dreams for many years. I suppressed what I really wanted, and that was to be a full-time entrepreneur. So I decided to share my own story, and this is how I kicked off the retreat. In my opening presentation, I was extremely vulnerable, and I shared things that I don't normally share. It was raw, it was very real, and yes, I cried. You know, that ugly kind of cry. Yep, I did it in front of all of those people in that room. My opening presentation was titled Dare to Dream. I guess that's my point is what I want to convey is that it was titled Dare to Dream because I had spent so many years suppressing my own dreams and I don't want anyone else to do that. And then that leads me to the second part of this podcast episode is where we talk about believing. So my second presentation was a glimpse into how we can go from dreaming to believing. Once we dream, then the next step is to start believing, is to start working on our thoughts. Someone else in the group commented and they said, I have a need to work towards a bigger picture. I've learned that I need to honor that need. And I can't agree more. I think we all need to honor that. And it's something I didn't do for myself. Believing means working on our thoughts. And working on our thoughts is no easy feat. I mentioned this in my opening presentation. We all have so many program thoughts. And breaking these program thoughts, it takes work. We have to work on, these are the thoughts that we have to work on. We have to work on, who do I think I am? Or I can't do that or I can't possibly afford that. Another one is what will so-and-so think? Yes, the dreaded thought of always worrying about what other people think. Yes, all of these thoughts, and then some, and then so many more. I had to believe I could leave, this is my own personal story, I had to believe I could leave a nearly 20-year career and that I would be okay. I had to believe that I could change careers and still be successful. I had to believe that money was abundant and would flow to me without the security of a regular paycheck. I had to work on all of those things. And then the next step in this process is designing. Once we dream and start believing, then it's most likely time to do some work. It's time to start mapping it out. For me, this involved setting myself up to live comfortably or safely without the security of a government job with benefits. So what are some of the things that I did? I paid off debts. I paid off my car loan. I created a nice cushion in my savings account. And this was years in the making. It wasn't overnight. And not saying, I'm not saying that your mapping process or your design, the steps that it takes to actually get this dream to come true, will take you years or that it may necessarily involve finances. Sometimes it's just working on the thoughts. It's not about the money. I'm just simply sharing my own process Maybe it's doing the things you need to do to start changing your business model, like going from all vendors in your brick and mortar space to no vendor so that you can go all in on yourself and bring in all the merchandise that you've wanted to fill your store with. Maybe it means starting to set boundaries so you can follow your dreams. I think we often feel like people dream and then snap their fingers to make things happen, but out of all of the shopkeepers I know that have taken risks, there was a bit of road mapping or designing that was happening before it actually happened. What's beautiful is that we can design these roadmaps ourselves. We just don't always do it. We don't change our thoughts that then allow us to take the action needed to make those dreams happen. I personally know this because I spun my wheels for two decades. Actually, probably more than two decades if I was really telling the truth. And then the next step leads to risk-taking. The next step is to take the leap, to take on the risk. We had one member comment on Amanda's post and she said, I will say each time I've taken risks, it's paid off in more ways than one. I personally have seen this particular group member take huge leaps and become more successful with each big move she made. There was a lot of risk involved. We actually talked about it at the retreat and she acknowledged, she said, I am a risk taker and it it has been worth it and I'm so happy for her. Listen, I'll actually embrace being the numbers and data ogre. (laughs) I want to be that person for all of you, because so many of you tell me that you appreciate it and you appreciate stepping into the discomfort with me nudging you along the way. I want to be that person, and yet I don't. I can only hope that this podcast episode conveys how much I want all of you to allow yourselves to dream. I'm also the person that personally knows that there are a couple of steps to take before we take those risks. Otherwise, it can sometimes be reckless, and I don't want anyone to be reckless. When is it time for shopkeepers to take risks? That was the question that came up at the beginning. Clearly, I've conveyed it's okay to dream. When can you take risks? And that I can't answer in this podcast episode. It's truly an individual decision, but please know that you, you alone have the power to do that. Since the retreat, I have worked on giving myself grace for being so vulnerable in front of that room full of people during that opening presentation. And if I'm honest again, I was actually vulnerable several times during the retreat was probably pretty vulnerable that entire weekend, but I don't regret it. (laughs) And if anything, I've actually worked on patting myself on the back and giving myself some high fives for doing that, for being vulnerable, because I can only hope that my vulnerability and my story or April's story and the connections and stories that everyone shared with each other at the retreat is what is now inspiring the shopkeepers that attended to dream. So when is it okay to dream? I think I've already conveyed this, but all the damn time. And what I have found is that we don't gift this to ourselves enough. I find that we often suppress and stifle our dreams, just sits at like the bottom of our stomachs and it's exhausting. Our stores probably started as a dream, right? At least for most of us. What we've done with our businesses and what we've accomplished probably started as a dream, but we did it. I see so many of you making progress. I see you investing in yourselves. I see you joining Master Shopkeepers. I see you telling me that you want to be at the next retreat because you can tell how magical it was. I see you growing both personally and professionally. But this is the important thing that I want to convey is don't stop there. What's next for you? What do you really want? Even as the numbers ogre, I have a feeling we're going to have like memes, (laughs) memes of me being an ogre. I can just picture it now. I want to be the person to tell you that it's okay to open your heart to what you really desire. But the point of this episode is twofold. Yes, dream, but don't stop there. I had to figure it out for myself, how to go from dreaming to believing to designing or creating my own roadmap to risk taking. I'm so proud of the work I've done. I also realized after this year's retreat that this is why I've been led this way, This is where my intuition was taking me probably five or six years ago. Taking the steps I mentioned in this episode is how Savvy Shopkeeper came to be. And I'm so glad I listened. Was it a struggle? Was it hard getting here? Yes. But I am more confident than ever that I am here to be your guide. To save you years of frustration and angst. And it all starts with dreaming. The conversation that Amanda started in Master Shopkeepers was so impactful. Another member commented at the end and wrapped it up so perfectly. It was like she put a bow on the whole entire conversation. Elisa, this is you. She said, I love everything about this thread. I laughed, I cried, and it reminded me that it all starts with our dreams. And this was the best thing that she said right here. Let your daydreams wrestle you awake. Well said, Alisa, well said. And to my dear friend Amanda, you've awoken, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Until next week, be savvy and boss up.